Finally, 30 Extra Lives is back to record a podcast. Welcome to 30 Extra Lives, the podcast, episode 3. I'm your host, Tom Lynch, and we're here to talk about WrestleMania, number 33, to be specific. Uh, WrestleMania 33 happened last night. I'm not going to run down the whole card and all that crap because that's boring and everyone else already does that. So why would you come here? So what I want to do is run down what uh, what happened in between the fireworks at WrestleMania 33. Uh, it took place down in Orlando and it was 4,000 hours long. It uh, apparently was the, is the first WrestleMania to go past midnight. Uh, God, that was exhausting. I mean, the instant the match ended, I left my buddy's place where I was watching it. Like, I didn't even watch a victory pose, or I actually completely missed The Undertaker's big finale. So I went back and watched that today. But, uh, you know, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's let's start a little earlier in the card uh, with uh, Kevin Owens and Jericho, which really, that's been one of the best storylines in a long time. Of just seeing them be, you know, best friends and Jericho with the list and all that stuff. And man, it was heartbreaking when Owens hands him the list with Jericho's name on it and he smashes him through everything. And then then what happened? Then what happened is Jericho cost Owens his championship against Goldberg. Uh, And we'll get to the Goldberg match in a little bit. Uh, So Kevin Owens and Jericho had a match for the, what did he have? The United States Championship, which I didn't even realize Jericho had had, but it's neither here nor there. They had a, uh, a pretty good match. It was really fun to watch. Like Those two work really well together, and, uh, and Owens came out the champion. So what this means for Jericho, I don't know. He's you know been a part-timer for a while, but he's kind of been full-time uh, for some time now. I don't know how much more I can get into vagaries and not knowing what I'm talking about, but I'm curious what this this leads to them. You know, Kevin Owens can obviously keep kind of his train rolling, uh, you know, be really full of himself, uh, really egotistical, you know, yelling at everyone. That'll work just fine. I just, I wonder where Jericho goes from here uh, as he lost the big match. Uh, But it was a good match, and uh, I'm sad to see if it does mean that they're not working together anymore that's a bummer but you know these things can't last forever someday the new day is going to break up and it's going to be kind of a bummer but kind of good because those guys i think there's there's more in store for those guys but anyhow that's jericho and ko that was a pretty good match um a couple other things happened the I guess the big surprise of the night is the ladder match, which was supposed to be a triple threat tag team ladder match, became a fatal four-way? Fatal four-way at the last moment when the Hardy Boys returned to WWE. Now, I, uh, I, I am sadly woefully uninformed about TNA and their doings but i know enough that the hardys seem to have found something for themselves there specifically matt hardy uh, you know as, as someone that watched the hardy boys in their you know their beginning their prime i don't know uh back in wwe back in the day jeff always kind of came across as the charismatic one and matt was just kind of along for the ride 
Uh, he had, you know, less flashy moves. He wasn't quite as quick. He didn't do as many crazy things that Jeff did. But something happened when Matt was given creative control over his own character, and then they came with the broken gimmick and the deleting, and and hopefully they're able to kind of push that along coming back to WWE. I'm sure they don't have the nice contract that they had at TNA where they could do whatever they want. But, yeah, I don't know, maybe that's a trade-off like they were willing to... It's total speculation, but I'm guessing they're getting paid more by WWE than they were by TNA. So maybe they, you know, take more money in exchange for less creative freedom. I mean, we'll see what happens uh, as it goes forward. I'm actually recording this just before Raw goes on Monday night. So unfortunately, I won't have any of those impressions for you. Um, But it's interesting to to see that happen. As for the rest of the teams in that match, uh, Gallows and Anderson, I still don't particularly care for. Uh, I think they they do some good things, like they have some good spots, but just in general, I don't really, I don't get it. But I have my New Japan subscription. I need to go back and watch some of their stuff. Uh, You know, they're here for a reason. People like them for a reason. I just haven't seen it. And it might just be WWE is not giving them the opportunities to really push themselves the way they had in the past. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus are great. I will always love Cesaro forever and ever. The end. And Sheamus is good. I've never had a real problem with Sheamus, but I think teaming with Cesaro is great. Like, they're both very hard-style wrestlers and uh, and both very physically impressive. So hopefully they can kind of keep doing something, but I don't know how much longer that tag team has as a thing. And then Enzo Amore and Big Cass. They're fun. He Enzo didn't have the poop emoji pants on, so yay. Um, yeah, it was a pretty good match. Uh, knowing that the Hardy Boys had just worked a ladder match the night before, it kind of makes sense that they took a nap <laughs> through most of that thing. But then Jeff still jumped off the highest ladder available into a dude on ladders. So you know they're not shying away from it, and we'll see what happens going forward but it's nice to see them back and and yeah hopefully they can get out from you know the the team extreme hardy boys thing that they had done and and they don't get stuck like the the dudley boys did they you know bubba ray went out to i think tna and really like you know found something in himself with his bully ray character and when they brought him back he was just bubba ray dudley they didn't let him use that character do anything else and then his contract was up and he went back to doing what he was doing and that seemed like a supreme waste. So I hope they learn from that mistake and let the Hardys kind of do what they need to do. But I guess, you know, putting the belts on them immediately means that they're here for at least a little while. Like, they're here to to shake things up. So after that insane moment, um, eh, skip the next few matches. They weren't all that interesting to me. Uh, Lesnar and Goldberg. So I guess I get putting the title on a part-timer just as a thing. As long as, I guess it's one of the championships, you know, the universal championship Goldberg had. Uh, and, you know, he he shows up, he wins, what was it, two matches really quick. He beats Lesnar uh, two pay-per-views ago, and then he beats, um, oh boy, 
Long it was a long night last night. I am fading. Um then he beat Kevin Owens for the championship, which Jericho, you know, cost him that championship leading to their blow off match. And I actually I don't know if it was a blow off match. I just like using terms that I pretend I know because I like to think I'm smart, but you know, I'm not a I don't follow this stuff close enough to really say things like that. Anyhow So Lesnar and Goldberg have Another match, which they had had at WrestleMania 20, I want to say. Which, that was a long time ago. Holy cow. Uh, crap. That can't be right. Oh, well. Anyway, they had a match a while ago. And it was one of the worst matches ever. Just ever. You know, both of their contracts were up. They didn't really want to injure themselves or each other. So they just kind of, like, pussyfoot around. And then I think Goldberg won that. So coming into here... You know, Goldberg was rushed by Lesnar, and then Lesnar ends up winning it in what ended up being a pretty short match, uh, but relatively entertaining. It's just, you know, everyone just hitting dingers, you know. it's Every hit is a home run. They all hit the hardest, and then it just happens that Lesnar's hit hit the hardest the most at the end. And then the match was over. And, you know, and now we're back to Lesnar's the championship champion again. And uh, he did not transmogrify into the championship. He is just the champion. And he's going to be off TV for weeks at a time. And I know some people like that because it, it gives kind of a mystery to the championship. But I think it's better to have him around. But uh, I, I guess, you know, Paul Heyman's still around. He'll still speak for him and show up at random events. Um, and we'll see what happens with that. I, I wonder. I wonder how many more times they put the belt on Lesnar. And how many more times they have him just kind of disappear for months on end. I mean, hes I think he's in a new contract, so he's, it's not as cushy as the original one when he was first champion. But uh, we'll, we'll kind of see what, what goes from there. I, I'm not a fan of having this big thing between Goldberg and Lesnar, who are both only around for so long before you know their individual contracts are up and they leave, uh, when you've got so much young talent coming up. So we'll... I don't know. I'm I'm not a fan of it, but you know I'm willing to let them go on this one. We'll see how long the championship is stuck between those two, and maybe it'll move forward. Uh, and I guess the I mean the big the big match is Undertaker and Roman Reigns. Now I didn't realize that that was going to be the headliner, but I guess considering the way the match ended, it only makes sense. So Roman Reigns, everyone hates Roman Reigns. He got really, really solidly booed, and it didn't sound like they turned down the volume on it. Maybe they just couldn't. It was too pervasive. Uh, and and he and Undertaker had a pretty good match. I mean, Undertaker looked pretty good. He didn't. He wasn't as bad as that uh, that one against Lesnar a couple years back when when he got a concussion like mid match and he was just like groggy and rolling around and. Man, they should he should not have done that match. <laughs> that poor man. But uh so Roman Reigns defeats the Undertaker. And it's strange because Lesnar had beat beaten the Undertaker before to end the streak. And and so that built up the Lesnar character to to become to become like unstoppable, like th- then it becomes like who could possibly stop the Undertaker? The Undertaker, who could possibly stop Lesnar? And, and 
And then it's it's kind of building to like no longer is the Undertaker the unstoppable force. Now it's Brock Lesnar, and and you know he goes on, you know headlines the next WrestleMania against Reigns. Um, they seem to really want Reigns at WrestleMania, even though everyone boos the hell out of him. But at this point, how much of it is people actually don't like him, or it's just attached to his character now that people boo him i mean kurt angle got inducted in the hall of fame and they still chanted you suck at him which you know, obviously he doesn't no one really thinks that but it's just become part of his theme so i don't know like i i honestly don't know where people stand on roman reigns in actuality it's just it seems like people don't like him doing stuff so anyway they have a pretty good match uh it's enjoyable I absolutely hate the Roman Reigns, like, power up, hit the ropes three or four times, and then do a spear. It doesn't make sense. Like, it's not a video game, which (sighs) I know wrestling is not the most logical thing. I mean, Bray Wyatt had maggots appear on the canvas (laughs) over Randy Orton, which is kind of cool. Like, it's about time they do something to make him more mystical but then he loses anyway so what does it matter but back back to the the undertaker match like the the and this is the second time reigns has finished the match i think he fought triple h last year and did the same like wind up spear and i guess i get the idea behind it like you know you get more momentum behind you and blah 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 but just it just seems so dumb and like all like in a world where, like, everyone's finisher can be countered into anything. I mean, look at that AJ Styles match. Shane McMahon countered so many things of AJ Styles that have never been countered before, or at least not in that way, and it never looked great. But all you have to do to counter the Roman Reigns spear is take one step to the left, and you're done. Like, no problem. So, I I don't know. Because he has to wind up for so long. I mean, I guess I guess I'm kind of falling into a logical fallacy here because, I mean, look at the people's elbow. The guy had to lay there for a minute and a half while The Rock danced around and five-knuckle shuffle and all that kind of crap. So I guess it's not it's not too out of the realm of, of you know, wrestling possibility. It's just, I don't, I think it's dumb. Like, wrestling has changed. And, uh... And and you look at look at some of the other younger wrestlers. I mean, younger. I mean, Roman Reigns isn't freaking old, but I don't know. Like when he can just hit the spear. Like when he just hits it. Like it's a surprise. But when he winds up, I just I feel like it takes away the anticipation. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a fan. But anyway, back to the Undertaker who streak had already ended, so that wasn't on the line. So this is just another loss for the Undertaker, and then he. Took off all his clothes in the ring, and uh, not all his clothes. He well, he lost the match. Goes and changes into his trench coat and hat, and then takes his trench coat and hat off and leaves in the middle of the ring. And I assume he's retired. And that's a, I mean, that's a bummer. I mean, the guy's been around forever, but like, go home, man. Like, enjoy retirement. You don't need to like put your body through this stuff anymore. So yeah, I, you know, that match was all right. I, I think people are angry about the Roman Reigns thing. I don't really mind it. But all in all, it was a pretty fun show. It's just so long. I was 
exhausted by the end. And they do such weird things with timing of matches. The the Rollins Triple H match felt like it went on forever. And then the women's six pack challenge, which I'm still not certain what a six pack challenge means, that match felt like it went on for five minutes and it was over. It just seems they I mean, obviously they wanna I mean, come on, Triple H runs the damn company. He's not gonna he's not gonna have the short match of the night, that's for sure. But it's just a, it's a shame that uh, that some matches just are allowed to go on for so long and others just, yeah, you're done, you're done. You get five minutes, enjoy your WrestleMania moment. Except for the part where Naomi was allowed to dance for 45 minutes, but whatever, hometown, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it was, it was a good, yeah, it was a, it was a good show. It was just too long. I, uh, I think, I think they could learn something from NXT and, and tighten that stuff up. It's just... I mean, they want to compare this to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl doesn't run from 6 to midnight or 5 to midnight. I don't even know what time the pre-show started. I started watching it at 7, and I still... <laughs> that means I sat in front of a TV for 5 hours, which explains how I got through a six-pack of beer. Oh, man. Oh, well. So, all in all, <laughs> WrestleMania is pretty good. Uh, some interesting storylines here and way, way, way too many fireworks, but... If anyone is used to fireworks every night, forever and ever, it's Orlando. So, I guess that's, I mean, that's 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 it. That's my wrestling talk. Um, I, I think they've got some interesting ways. I mean, the biggest thing out of this really is the Hardy Boys. I want to see what happens to them. Because everything else kind of, nothing really changed. They, they didn't. They didn't do much to set up the new storylines. Like, if WrestleMania is their season ender and they're supposed to, like, wrap up all their stories, like, there weren't really great stories to wrap up and they really didn't do anything to press forward. But maybe that's what the Raw is for, is is to take care of that sort of housekeeping and, and push on to the next pay-per-view. All right. Well, I just kind of rambled about wrestling for half an hour 20 minutes 18 minutes not long at all felt way longer Uh oh maybe wrestling is getting growing not growing on me opposite of growing on me leaving me growing off me anyway i'm gonna stop talking now because i am clearly a little punch drunk from being up so late last night but but uh you know wrestlemania they made 33 of them and the 33rd was all right and unfortunately the undertaker's last so we'll uh I wonder if they'll address it. That'll be interesting to see. If if they have some whatever. I don't know, something on Raw, some some package. Or do they even do that anymore? Do they still do the thing where it's like, oh, if you really want to see what happened, like here's some pictures, but by the network or by the pay-per-view. You'll know. I'm... Yeah, I wonder if we ever see The Undertaker again on TV. Before his, you know, Hall of Fame induction. Huh. Oh, well. All right. Well, that has been your WrestleMania kind of random moment wrap-up here on 30 Extra Lives, the podcast. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And come back next week for something a little more, I guess I should say direct, a little more guided. I, I have an I, <laughs> Talking about wrestling is very weird because there are so many ways for it to go, but uh, I try and uh, 
I'll try and figure something else out for this because I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But next week, no more wrestling talk. We'll have to wait till the next, you know, big pay-per-view or big thing happens that I feel like talking about. So come back in seven days. Thanks for tuning in. I've been Tom Lynch for 30 Extra Lives, the podcast. Make sure to check out the webcomic 30 Extra Lives at 30extralives.com every Monday and Friday. And every Wednesday, catch another comic at thecatholewaysdies.com. And as always, this podcast is out every Tuesday. If you have any questions, shoot me an email at 30extralives at gmail.com. I'm also on Twitter at tlynch117. So come on by. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in.